Star Wars 7x7 episode 2886. All right, Saturday from Star Wars Celebration Anaheim is in the books and we're going to talk about the five, count them, five different panels where there was storytelling information shared across the day. I'll wrap it all up here. Punch it. Hey Rebel Riser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So, five different panels. There was the Mando Plus panel that kicked off the day. Star Wars Hunters at 1pm. Then at 2.30, Tales of the Jedi. Then at 4.30, the Marvel Comics panel. And finally at 6pm, the Del Rey Behind the Scenes panel. So, let's just run the five down briefly. And we'll probably be briefest about the Mando Plus panel simply because there's going to be a bonus episode of the podcast where I focus focus exclusively on that panel, which was crazy. I mean, if you were waiting for reveals to happen from Star Wars Celebration, like that was the panel that you were waiting for. But I will say from an administrative standpoint, if you will, Rick Famuyiwa has been upgraded to an executive producer for season three of The Mandalorian, which is super awesome. And Carl Weathers was kind of cagey about whether he actually directed an episode of season three of The Mandalorian. I mean, it seems like he did, but that he wasn't sure whether he was actually supposed to say that he did. So I'm going to say, yeah, he probably did. And probably <laughs> in the episode in which he appears, which would make a heck of a lot of sense. We already have it from other sources that Bryce Dallas Howard has directed at least one episode of the new season, and beyond that, we have no other directorial information. I'll also say for this episode that the teaser footage that they showed that they have not released to the public did include all of the footage that happened on the Thursday panel, plus additional footage, which we'll talk about in that bonus episode. Also, Natasha Lou Bordizzo was confirmed officially. It had only been rumored, it hadn't been confirmed, as the actress playing Sabine Wren. And that trailer also, hmm, funny, a lighting change here in the room. Um, and that trailer also confirmed that Harrison Dula is going to appear in the series, which is now feeling more like a season five of Rebels or a Rebels sequel, if you will, rather than the just the Ahsoka series in general. So, you know, the Book of Boba Fett was almost like Mando 3.5. So this is almost like Rebels 2.0. And there are rumors kicking around that Mary Elizabeth Winstead is going to be portraying Hera and that would build upon the fact that Ewan McGregor has made the implication that she is involved in Star Wars storytelling in some fashion as yet unannounced. So yeah, don't know if that's true. That is just pure speculation. Now on to Star Wars Hunters. And I think one of the bigger things about Star Wars Hunters is that this also seems to be taking place during the Mandalorian era. So it is not just after the Battle of Jakku. So again, we have another situation where like with Skeleton Crew, for example, that was the new series that was talked about on Thursday. The Hunters situation is also happening in this same time frame, which is just particularly fascinating. And in case you're not familiar with it, it's this, you know, combat game that is being released for the Nintendo Switch and for mobile devices. They did not announce a US release, but apparently it's been soft launched and released in other countries. Like, I guess there was a recent one earlier this year for Australia and New Zealand and a couple other places on Android devices. 
So it's out there and they actually had it available to demo at a booth at Star Wars Celebration Anaheim. So yeah, it's there, but it is a storytelling situation because they've done a lot of lore building around this whole you know game idea and about a hut who's a member of the hut cartel but is not really interested in the crime side of things, is more interested in history and collecting valuable items and has partnered with an an old combative person like who fought in like underground battles with a nickname Durasteel and some of this isn't really documented anywhere like I've been looking for wrap-ups and you know it was kind of hard to catch exactly what the names are but it was like a oh gosh well I'll skip that. Once we get the actual names, I'll give them to you. And they talked about how it's taking place on this planet Vespara, which is in the Outer Rim, but it is apparently near a major hyperspace lane. I think they said it was the Hydean Way. And so that gives people access to it from the core worlds, but they can kind of build these arenas because they say that you know, people have heard of, you know, some of these places like the Battle of Hoth or the Battle of Endor, but they may not have ever been there. And so they approached their battle sequence things to be like, well, you know, what if somebody was building a set that looked like Endor or that looked like Hoth? And so you could be in this battle arena and battling in what looks like Hoth, but then as your character looks around, they can see an arena filled with fans watching what's happening. And so there's a lot of character and story building that goes into the background. And actually one of the characters that you get to play, uh, it's um, uh, Rex, Emma Rex, uh, Imra Rex, excuse me. God, Emma Vex. Wow, <laughs> tough time with that one. It's been a long day. Imra Vex has already appeared in War of the Bounty Hunters. So these are canon characters with full canon backstories and they're supposed to get that Hunter's novel coming out by Marco Shiro not too long from now. So that's the deal with that. The third panel was Tales of the Jedi, which we just found out was a new animated anthology series. We found out that it is going to be six animated shorts and they are going to focus three of them on Ahsoka Tano and three of them on Count Dooku. So the Ahsoka Tano ones, they're gonna take place across different eras of her life. And they actually showed one at Celebration. They showed a first one called Life and Death, which focuses on the day Ahsoka is born and then cuts to a year later and tells a story about her you know, being on a first hunt with her mother and getting captured by a giant saber-toothed tiger looking thing and how she manages to survive that situation. And they brought out a special guest, which was Janita Gavan car you may know her better as Aiden Versio in the Battlefront 2 story mode but she is doing the voice of Ahsoka's mom in this short which is very cool and the other cool voice thing is that Liam Neeson is back to voice a young Qui-Gon Jinn in the Count Dooku episodes and if you recall, there had been a thing a while ago where Matt Lanter was being interviewed by Entertainment Weekly and he said that he never really puts Anakin down and said, don't worry, you'll see Anakin again. Well, this is what he was apparently talking about, or at least <laughs> the next thing that he was talking about because Anakin Skywalker appears in one of Ahsoka's tales and so does Obi-Wan Kenobi. So James Arnold Taylor is back for this situation as well. So those six shorts are gonna be releasing in the fall of 2022. 
The next panel was the Marvel Comics panel, and they ran through a ton of new releases. So basically, you know, three or four issues for each of the series that are gonna be coming up and just talked generally about what people might expect in those issues and showed cover art and showed variant cover art. And in some cases, they showed a couple of interior panels. And I posted a tweet thread on SW7X7 podcast that has all of that detailed if you wanna really dig into it. The big reveal though, it was a new 10 issue limited series focused on Yoda and it is a a bit of a you know framing device situation where there are gonna be three trilogies of stories and they're taking place in three different eras of Yoda's life. And it has to do with a you know the framing story taking place between A New Hope and The Empire Strikes Back where he's not necessarily ready to train Luke and so the Force decides that he needs to have lessons to remind him of what he needs to do. The first one's being written by Kevin Scott and takes place in between phase one and phase two of the High Republic, or I guess probably the better way to say it is that we know that uh, phase one of the High Republic takes place about 200 years before the events of the prequel era. And then phase two takes place another 150 years earlier than that. So this first story, this first story arc within the 10 issue series is gonna take place in between that space. So 275 years prior to the events of The Phantom Menace. And there will be two other trilogies, and ultimately they all culminate in a final story, which will be issue 10 in that series. And then finally, we have the Del Rey behind the scenes panel, which was supposed to feature Beth Revis, but unfortunately could not be there because they were gonna talk about The Princess and the Scoundrel, which is coming out later this year. Also featured Mike Chen, whose novel Brotherhood is out now, and Adam Christopher, whose novel Shadow of the Sith is coming out next month. The panel also featured Jen Heddle from Lucasfilm and was moderated by Tom Holler from Del Rey. And they talked about you know a lot of interesting stuff about those novels. We know that those novels are all either coming out or are out <laughs> in the case of Brotherhood. There were some spoilery things that were shared about Shadow of the Sith that I don't particularly want to share with you, even though you know I guess they're out there now and you can find out about them. But yeah, it feels like eh, I don't kind of want to do that to you because there's some pretty amazing stuff that happens in that novel. I have thankfully gotten my review copy already and thank you Del Rey for sending that along. I'm about halfway through it right now and the stuff that they mentioned to the panel actually spoiled events of the novel for me. Like stuff that takes place in the second half of the novel. So, you know, I'm not gonna do that to you. And that right there is the high level wrap up of what happened in terms of Star Wars storytelling news for Saturday's events. Tomorrow should be comparatively lighter, but also very noteworthy. The Bad Batch season two panel is happening first thing in the morning tomorrow. Then there's gonna be a retrospective on Star Wars Visions. And I feel like you know, we should hopefully hear something about there. Oh, but I do wanna tell you, I hope you haven't, <laughs> gone away just yet with that sort of pseudo you know false ending i guess if you will they also did announce at the marvel comics panel that there will be a visions 
situation. We don't necessarily know what the deal is with it. They just put up the Star Wars Visions logo and they said that they're kind of thinking of it as sort of a lost episode kind of thing. So if you remember back, and we've discussed this on the podcast too, the original announcement about Visions back in the Disney Investor Day was that it was supposed to be 10 episodes and only nine of them were actually produced. And so, you know, we've been wondering here on the podcast where the 10th episode was, wondering whether maybe it would be a surprise May the 4th drop this year or something like that. Well, maybe this is how it's turning out, that the 10th episode that they had initially said at the Disney Investor Day of Star Wars Visions is not necessarily coming out in animation. It's going to come out as some sort of either one-shot or limited series with Marvel Comics. And that, of course, begs a few questions like, is it going to be in a manga style? Is it going to be done by one of the studios that was supposed to be involved in this whole Visions project? Or is it just going to be a Marvel thing? Like, we don't know any of that stuff. We just know that there is going to be some Visions thing put out by Marvel and that they're thinking of it as a 10th situation, which seems to line up with what they said at Investor Day, but in just a different implementation. All right, so yeah, tomorrow, Bad Batch, Visions, and a closing ceremony. Again, they still haven't said anything about movies whatsoever, and if Kathleen Kennedy was right in that interview that there would be something coming in a couple months that lines up with Celebration, then tomorrow would be the day, but it's probably more likely that they just announce the next Celebration date and leave it at that. But whatever it is, we will cover it here on Star Wars 7x7 for you. So thank you so much for joining me for this and every episode as always. And may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Star Wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. Summer camp is a magic place where kids discover who they are because they have the freedom to explore on their own. Why Camp at Horse Thief Reservoir is a sleepaway camp in the heart of Idaho's wilderness. Each summer, campers make friends, build new skills, and learn to love the outdoors through activities like canoeing, archery, zip lining, rock climbing, campfires, and more. Registration for Why Camp at Horse Thief Reservoir is open. Financial assistance is available. Learn more at whycampidaho.org.